Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Uh Aha, it's a Monday podcast. Jerry and Al here on the Postgame Post Show podcast. So happy that you're with us today on this lovely Monday. Uh, You know, it was interesting, Al, as we were watching a lot of the Mets uh, over the weekend. And I did. I I watched all four games, actually, this weekend. Uh, I don't know if I've done that in a long time, and I certainly squeezed in some Yankees too. But the thing with Jonathan Neese the other night was was weird because, A, he was pitching like crap. B, you know, his wife's about to have a baby. You didn't realize while he was pitching she was having the baby. And then you come to find out that he's actually watching the whole procedure while he's pitching in between innings in the clubhouse. And you sit there and say, why in the hell did he not just hop a plane? Like, why even make that start? Right. Now, I guess... Part of you wants to say, you know what? Good for you. You're putting your team first. Okay, fine. And your wife's still there, and you're going to go see her when you're done. The other part is you're not doing your team any favors. Yeah, and he's doing what? Watching on FaceTime in the dugout? Yeah. I mean, come on. On the FaceTime. I mean, go be with your wife. Unless, now, I don't know the I don't know the whole story. If you're telling me that she wasn't supposed to have the baby yet, and this just popped up. Yeah, that who knew? That's fine. But at that point, don't you think you should ask out of the game? Where do they live? Did Do you remember? Ohio. He Ohio. Was, he was leaving, too. Why does he live in Ohio? Well, his wife does. Where Because usually, I've read a lot about this, actually, over the last few days because of the situation. And in a lot of cases, what most say, even Craig Biggio discussed it uh, during the Hall of Fame thing, these ball, ball players are never around, like, ever. So specifically when the wife is pregnant and about to have the baby, you want them home. So there's a support oh, system by the around family. them. So her, by her family yeah. probably lives in Ohio. Exactly. Are you a big FaceTime guy, Jerry? Uh, you I do, do with the kids, right? I do FaceTime when we're away uh, with the kids. Other than that, I do not do FaceTime. Oh, because you you have one of those not in iPhones. Uh, correct. For your phone. I have, yeah, I have a uh, droid. But you have 
you have iPads I have the iPad. that you do at home with Correct. the FaceTime. Exactly. And I do that in the hotels. It's great. Kids love FaceTime. Adults, not so much. Like, I couldn't randomly call a buddy of mine on FaceTime. There's no chance he'd, uh, they'd pick up. Because uh, they think it's awkward. I would agree. Probably right? not. It's awkward. <laughs> you have to get a good angle. It's awful, actually, yeah. with friends. Yes. I think it, I'm with you. I think it's for kids. You know what I'll tell you it's good for? For couples when they're away a lot together. Do you think or people... when they're apart a lot. People so. do sexting type things. I do. But with the uh, I do FaceTime. think that. Yes, I do like think. Like they get now, nude in front of it. I would say me and my wife, as we came with FaceTime in the last year. Uh-huh. We have kids. That stuff ain't happening. You're not doing sexy now, FaceTime. If you would have told me pre-kids we had this, very good chance. Should I be doing fa- uh, sexy FaceTime? I don't think it hurts. I don't think I look good on FaceTime. Uh, it depends on how well. Listen, if you put that stupid camera right up to your nostrils, it's not <laughs> yeah, going to look, look good. Look good. But if you put it and set it on the like a desk and you right. kind of sit back in the and you back, just kind of yeah, the I think lighting, it's fine. I get the lighting correct. Absolutely, it's kind of like Skype. Yeah, you can look horrendous on Skype, yes. and you can look good on Skype. Right. And I've done some Skype work, believe it or not. Skype work, yeah. I have done some Skype work uh, as a consultant oh, uh, at times. I didn't realize. And some guys that you are working with yeah. honestly don't know what the hell they're doing. And they'll be like, is this the camera? Is this it? Like, yeah, all right, back up, back yeah. up. That's the camera. So I think you should I think you should get involved with your women friends. Sexy Skype, uh, sexy the, FaceTime. What do you have to Well, it would to have lose? to be one girl, Jerry. I can't be doing that with multiple women. Well, That's no, you get off right. of one, and then you get on to the next. I and, see. Yeah. Like a group chat. Hmm. Uh, Jerry, uh, Randy Johnson was inducted into the Hall of Fame and went to Cooperstown with his family. Yeah, the big unit. The big unit. Uh, so he was there, and uh, they went to one of the hotels there to stay, and the one of Randy Johnson's kids said, you know, there's rumors that there's uh, some rooms at this hotel that are haunted. And then looked into it, and it was the room they were planning on staying in. So they bailed on the room. I don't blame Randy Johnson did not want to stay in the haunted room. Now, I worked in uh, Tampa for a while. Right. And uh, down there in the St. Pete area, there was a hotel, the Vinoy, I believe it's called. Right. That most of the uh, major league teams would stay at when they came in to play the Tampa Rays. Okay. And that is a very big rumored to be haunted house that players do not like staying in because it's haunted. Well, and we've had this discussion. You can't blame them. Yeah, I would want no part of a haunted house or a haunted apartment or a haunted hotel. I, I worry about that when I look around. I'm like, uh, some of the buildings here in New York that that were built in like the 1800s. Yeah, they, sure. They, they've got to have ghosts in them. How about like the like in the um, Home Alone two, right? When Macaulay Culkin's in New York, like buildings like that. Right. If you believe in ghosts, yeah, they're there. They're in buildings like that. Right. And why wouldn't they be? Now, are ghosts only in places where, where they were done wrong, like so where they were murdered, or if somebody, like, let's say a ninety-five-year-old woman dies in her apartment, she's not going to haunt me if I move in there, right? Uh, I I would hope not. You I would really hope not, would right? hope. Not. But that brings up a great question, though. Forget being murdered. If you knew that the previous owner and there was an estate sale, right. Died in the house. Like someone who's 90. Right. All natural, lived a great life. Yes. 96-year-old woman dies knitting in her chair in the living room of this house you're going to buy. Could you buy the house? I don't think so. I don't either. I don't think so. Because you can paint the walls, you can put new carpet and make it your own. You're always going to know this person died right here. And she may still be there. What, am I going to put a a chair there where she died knitting? 
No way. Like as a memorial? No, I'm saying like I can't sit there. No, I you can't. I couldn't be there when the lights were out. Plus, you shouldn't be knitting anyway. I mean, you're you're a man. That's why I wonder. <laughs> that's why I wonder about like uh, old age homes. Like both of my grandmothers were in a senior citizen housing complex right. before they died. Now mm-hmm. neither one of them died in their in their home. But you got to imagine the percentage of people dying in their homes in those places. A hundred percent. Right. Where else are they dying? But when you're going in there, you're old, so you probably don't care about ghosts. Like, you know what I mean? If you're moving into a senior citizen thing, you don't care if someone died there. You're an old person. Ghost is not going to haunt an old person. And not to sound callous. Yeah. But don't don't a lot of people refer to those places as the last stop resort? The last stop. I've not heard that, but I could see that. Sad. Well, down in uh, Florida, where I knew when I lived in uh, Pinellas County, they used to call that God's waiting room. <laughs> that is terrible. There's a lot of old people down so there. So old people in Al Dukes. <laughs> yeah. God's no waiting room. No wonder why you're still single. Yes. The women that wanted you were 93. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No, listen. <laughs> All shapes, sizes, and ages. One of my old, old girlfriends, her grandmother just passed away this weekend. She was like 100, literally 100. It's great. I would like to live to be 100. I agree. I want to see 100. September... Well, like I, my birthday is September 22nd. September 23rd, 2069, I'm good to bail. See, out. don't do that, though. See, now, you, now you're putting the ticking clock. Don't even think about it. What the if ticking you, clock, it's still another uh, yeah, okay, 55 fine, but years. If you want to be morbid, you could go get a calendar right now go. and put the days you still have to live on this earth right. and start crossing them off every day. Well, there's another one. Yeah, it rained today. Ruined that day. Closer to death. Closer to death. We know it. We know it's going to happen. Why right. think of it? True. I want to make it to 100, and I'd like to see more than that. All right. More than now, I let me don't ask know you about this, that. Because this is something I've had this conversation with a buddy of mine once, and I don't know the answer to it. If there was a way that you could find out the day you were going to die. Yes. Would you want to know? Yes, I would. You would? Yes. What if I told you it was next Thursday, though? Well, I'd live it up. I'd be like that uh, Tim McGraw song. And live if it was like, five years like from now. Dying. Like, that wouldn't freak you out? I'd go skydiving. I'd go Rocky Mountain climbing. I'd go 2.7 seconds on a bull mate named Fu Manchu. And I'd love deeper. And I... Spoke sweeter and uh that's what I would do, Jerry. It's a downer Monday here on the fan without I'd live. Luke's. I'd live, Jerry. You would live. Yeah. So we'd change up a little bit. Yeah. I think I would like to know that. Real I see I think. And then I'd try to people... cheat death. I would like would you tell me how how I passed? No, I said I said you would not know how, whether it's gonna be thirty years from now, five years from now, five weeks from I now, already know, years from now. I already know how. I'm gonna hit a deer. <laughs> Boy, doing just, seventy, I'm telling you. Are you, you talking I've, yourself remi- into I have a deer. premonitions of this. That's the, how it's happening. Let me tell you about the deer. Do you yeah. remember when Chevy had, I'm sorry, not Chevy, Ford had the Bronco? Yes. All right? They were awesome. A bu- yeah. A buddy of mine had a Bronco. Um, my buddy Mike Mullaney, his dad owned Mullaney Tires in Matawan for years. His brother Joe now runs it. And they're car people. And he had this awesome Bronco. And he was going to Albright at the time. And I remember him telling me, yeah, you has got to be worried about those deers, you know, when I'm driving back and forth. Right. And on one trip back... He hits a deer. This is a Ford Bronco. A big one. This thing destroyed the whole front end of his truck. Now, he was okay, and nothing happened. He had a seatbelt on. But you no joke with these deer. No joke. Or deer. Deers? Yeah. If the deer are listening, get off of Route 78. That's where I drive. Like, it's stupid. You're right. When they feel the gravel on their feet, shouldn't they turn around and walk back on grass? Yeah, otherwise so they look stupid. like deer in headlights. Yes. 
You know, Al, on uh, Sunday, over the weekend anyway, they found a raccoon in the Mets training room, which is weird that a raccoon would find its way into City Field. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Now, I've never had a raccoon in my house. But when I would say, I would say I was around 11 or 12, and my mother was laying down on the couch to take an afternoon nap one day because I think, uh, who knows why. She was tired. I guess. I don't know. And so we used to have, believe it or not, we had a couple of... I'm not going to say we had, like, moose heads on the wall. We didn't. But we had a good friend of ours that was a hunter. And once in a while, they'd get us some sort of thing to hang on the wall. And we would put it up there for a few months, and then we'd take it down. Just to not insult An animal head. Something like that, yes. Taxidermy. Some sort of a stuffed animal. Yes. Not crazy big, but something. Literally, he'd come over, he'd see it, and then we'd throw it out. Well, one day, my mom's, you know, my mother is sleeping on the couch. She wakes up, and she sees basically a squirrel on the table right next to the couch and she doesn't think anything of it she thinks oh look at that it's the squirrel that's on the wall and then she realizes we don't have a squirrel on the wall and why is it on the table she screams i was upstairs i come running down and she starts yelling get out of the house get out of the house we get out of the house long story short squirrel in the house was it going crazy going crazy what winds up happening is my father and my uncle basically go through the house with baseball bats and golf clubs. They're going to hit a squirrel? Oh, and they did after six hours. They got it after six they hours? They got it out after like six hours. And you asked my father about this. It's still one of the most frustrating days of his life. Because here he is, a Vietnam veteran. He was in the war, and he couldn't get a squirrel. <laughs> and it was running through the bedrooms, and it's up the walls. Yeah, and they go crazy. I mean, nuts. And you don't know if it's rabid. Right. So we have not had a raccoon in the house, but a squirrel. And no good. I had a kid in high school who had a scar on his forehead, and the the story was that he was trying to hit a squirrel with, like, a broomstick or of some right. sort, and when he missed, the squirrel ran up the broomstick <laughs> and bit his forehead. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you got to yeah. run to the hospital. I hear they go crazy when they get in the house. I, I don't like, like, I have a sliding glass door, and then sometimes the squirrels like to hang out, and they want to, like, be near the... Um, really? Uh, what do you call that uh, when, you have the, uh, when you have the window open, but you have the, the screen? screen. It's just called the screen? Yeah, sure. The screen. They hang out by the screen. I think if that thing chews in and gets in, it's going to yeah. freak out. Yes, it is going to freak out. And guess who's going to freak out next? Me. You. I'm going to run right out of the house Holy and crap. never go back. You ever wonder, like, what and when animals were domesticated and why they picked cats and dogs yes. and not squirrels and sheep? Yes. Interesting, right? It is interesting. We were driving through uh, town on Sunday, maybe Saturday, I don't remember. And I, I have no idea why. You ever just have one of these random stupid thoughts? And I turned to Matthew, my 10-year-old, and I said, you know, if we were in a time machine, it was 100 years ago, there'd be nothing but trees right here. And he goes, that's fascinating, Dad. The light's great. <laughs> and at that very moment, I felt like I was 80. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great, but the light's green. Go, yeah, they're go Grandpa. They're at you there, Grandpa. Yeah, move it along. <laughs> Jerry, we talk often about how we can't sleep a lot. Yeah. And in particular, Sunday night into the Monday morning oh, work is tough. The worst. Because during the weekend, you tend to sleep more like a normal human being. Correct. And then Sunday night, you can't fall asleep. Well, I found this today. Uh, These are seven signs you're not getting enough sleep. Oh, do we hit all seven of them? I haven't Uh, seen this. Probably. Some of them are very obvious. Okay. Uh, One is your mood is moody. Do you find yourself getting moody because you don't sleep? On Mondays. A little more moody. Always to the point where I literally do. I apologize to my kids at the end of the day for being a jackass. So, yes. All right, one for one. That is the one day. That is true. Your productivity and performance are slipping. Um, I would say that's true sometimes. Yeah, when I can't remember things or right. I'm struggling to type. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, so you'd say two for two. Yes. Uh, uh, number three, you're gaining weight. 
Yeah, there's no question. I've ha- I've had a struggle with weight ever since I started working weird hours. Because of the hours. Mm-hmm. Number four, you're not looking your best. Red, well, ha- puffy no, eyes, no, that handsome. sort of thing. You I, are I handsome. So I don't worry about that. You're not worried about that. I look one. in the mirror, I like what I see. <laughs> your judgment is faltering. Um, I don't think so. No, right? I'm not going to. I'll no. give you that one as well. I don't I'm going to say so. no. How about this one? Your libido's flagging. Whatever that means. I'm going to say that means your libido, your sexual libido is not as high as it once was because no, you're tired. No issue there. Now, I'll say this. When I don't exercise, there's a noticeable difference in that area. In libido? Yes. So when you exercise, you're looking for action more often when than I'm when you're not When I'm exercising regularly, I, I mean, honestly, there's no issue. Really? If I go a week without it, sometimes I don't even think about the other thing. Makes sense. If you go a week without, if I go if I go a week without exercise, the idea of having sex sometimes doesn't even enter my mind. Really, because you want to get sleep. Exercising, and rest. yes, I'm tired. Exercising every day gives me so much more energy, and yeah, I mean, all the time's fine. Interesting. You after all these years? Well, I, I'm yeah. I'm well. Which part is what was the question? <laughs> Your libido, right? Does yours work? Does my libido work? <laughs> yes, it works. You're looking at me like I got six heads. But I'm not driven by it. Like, you know, when you're in your 20s, you're, you're got, that's listen, all you think about and that's all you strive for. I mean, yes, I never had that. Like, I never thought that. No? No, I never did. Ever. I, I Really. I think I'm more, um, hmm, more into it now than when I was 20. Really? Yes. With the same wife? Yes, Al. Oh, I'll let her know you said that. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm going to play this. Let her, do not let her know I said that. No, I'm going to play it do for her. Do not play this for her. This is being recorded and put out, right? <laughs> I just assume no one hears these things. Yeah, okay, great. You don't notice all the tweets people send at us, two idiots. Well, it's the same group of people. It's a small handful of people listen to this. No, is that all? Yeah. By the way, if that's true, we might not be here next week. <laughs> no, we're here. Okay. People demand it. All right. Um, you're getting drowsy during the day. Well, that's a given. Of course, we're yeah, always sure. drowsy during Mostly, the day. I'll tell you what's worse, drowsy when driving home. Yes. That's a huge problem to where I've, as told you, I chew through sunflower seeds like yeah, a ball player. To keep yourself up. Yes. Yeah, uh, the drive home, yeah, it, that's, I, I, I sort of sometimes blame it on, I feel like when I, I eat lunch and then I drive home. And you know how, like, when you eat yeah. Thanksgiving dinner, you want to go right to sleep? No, that doesn't never happen That to doesn't happen either? No, I don't what's understand going that. On with you? That's another myth I don't believe. And you do the trichophason. What is that stupid thing? Tryptophan. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm please. more interested in your libido. So you're saying your libido is fine. Pick, no, but I'm saying you said it when you're exercising regularly yes. at 40 years old. Yes. You believe it is higher than it was when you I were, to- when I 100%, you were yes, in 100%, your 20s. That's not even a question. I believe that. And here's the perfect guy to ask that. that. Of course, he's not even going to look at us. Uh, your popcorn, me and Eddie ate. It should be in the control room if we didn't oh, yeah, finish it's in it. There. They well, only was, ate was some cheddar of the cheese popcorn. Popcorn. I mean, by the way, and I, my I, jelly beans are open. Yeah, I had no, some those, those you too. had. You opened those. I have a fresh jelly bean bag in my desk that I'm saving for you. Hey, they're good though. How's the podcast going? It's going good. Great, we were Correct. just talking about my libido. Jerry was saying it's low. No, no, it's not. He was saying that wrong at forty. Wrong at forty when he exercises regularly. He is more sexual than when he was in his twenties. Not even quite. It's not even close. That's insane. I didn't exercise when I was 20 either. Well, I mean, that's his problem. No, isn't it? <laughs> no. I, I think agree it's good. That at 40, if you exercise when you're in better shape, probably more likely to be active. Yes. But not as compared to being 23. Right. When your hormones are going crazy, 
and you walk around. Uh, no, see, I disagree. And you're aroused because Mm-mm. the wind blew. Right. You I think just my walk hormones get are more crazy now than I when mean, I was 23. Not according to that blood test you took. Oh, that, whatever. Do you think I but believe that blood Jerry, test? He admitted on the show, when he found out his testosterone was two, he went home to care of business. <laughs> right. We did. Just to prove Absolutely we everyone did. wrong. Okay, great. Good with That crap. So, interrupted updates, interrupted podcast. <laughs> How's it feel, Al? <laughs> no, I thought he added a lot to that. Of course he did. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Anyway. All right, so your libido, we're back on that. That's good, all good. I think we're good. All right. Uh, I will see you tomorrow. Enjoy. Well, we're going to go get um, crabs. Yes. With Boomer. I better not get ripped for this, though. I've only got what like 45 or 50 minutes. Oh, where you're going to be uh, not even to the crab board. I mean, I've know. got my kids are home. I've got someone with them, but I only right. have them until 2 o'clock. Well, not 2. Right. Like 2.45. I thought lunch was going to be at noon. Right. That would have been awesome. I didn't know lunch was going to be at 1. That kind of hurt me. Plus, I figured you know a couple of hours. that back. Huh? One's going to turn into one thirty lunch. Well, listen, I can't stay. Two. I was all in for lunch. I'm not in for dinner. Right. All right. I got to okay. go. stars of the show alan jerry before we get started i just want to say on behalf of every single met fan out there this is the rico bronya podcast on behalf of all of the people that were at chase stadium on that october night on behalf of every met fan that's watched this man pitch let me just tell adam wainwright can you go f- yourself <laughs> wow well, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.